In a time of national crisis, what are the employees of Hollywood and big media companies allowed to say? They have to say something. When I was a kid, people were just entertainers. They weren't expected to know what to do in a time of crisis. But if you look on the description of Creative Artists Agency, they're grooming thought leaders. Positioned at the nexus of talent, content, brands, technology, sports, and live events, CAA creates limitless opportunities for the storytellers, trendsetters, icons, and thought leaders who shape popular culture. Across film, television, music, sports, digital media, marketing, and beyond, we represent thousands of the world's leading actors, directors, writers, producers, musical artists, comedians, authors, athletes, coaches, broadcasters, teams, leagues, chefs, designers, consumer brands, and more. In service of them, we are committed to remaining the strongest, most vibrant, and most innovative service company in the world. Not merely athletes, not merely politicians, not merely political pundits. What do they all have in common? They're all thought leaders. In a society that relies on the consent of the governed, we have to be able to tell the governed what to think. We have to manufacture their consent. And that's where the thought leaders come in. In an oligarchy masquerading as a democracy, the thought leaders are a key component of our control. In the tightly knit cabal that governs the thought leaders, there's no thought that the masses can govern themselves. Back in the days of slavery, it was easier for a master to know what to do. But with the type of slavery we have now, the masters have to give the workers the illusion that we all are giving our labor to a benign system, a faceless, nameless, soulless system. So it's nobody's fault. There's no one to blame for low wages. We can just blame the market. When people complain that they lack the basic necessities, we can just blame it on the market. The market won't support everyone having what they need. It's not my fault, say all of our employers. But what we're figuring out is the system is personal. It has architects and they don't give a fuck about the workers. It's not an act of God that the poor people keep getting poorer and the wealthier keep getting fewer in number but richer and richer person by person. Jeff Bezos isn't an accident. The system has been created by people to achieve just the results that we have now. Systemic racism is just one part of that system. When there were slaves in America, the police existed to bring back the runaways and to keep the ones who stayed from revolting. After the emancipation, laws were written to control black people. Everyone knew that black people had been given a bum deal, and so we had to have laws to keep them in their place. At first, these laws were called black codes, but because of their deceptive nature, they eventually came to be known as the laws of Jim Crow. Jim Crow was the name of a character in a minstrel show. Minstrel shows were popular during that time and they featured white actors in blackface or black makeup. Because of this, the name Jim Crow represented the fact that black codes were based on racial disguise. It kills me to say that. It wasn't that long ago and it must have been obvious to my ancestors that that's what was going on. Even ancestors I can remember. So poor people aren't doing any better than they were in 1950 and black people aren't doing any better than they were in 1950. We're horrified by the way police treat black people, and we're horrified 
at how little attention we paid to it all these years. We want to think of ourselves as good people, but how can we do that when we see the neglect, the utter neglect that we're guilty of? But what I'm waiting for is to see the horror at how badly people have been treated who are not born into the lap of luxury or even into comfort. We have systemic racism and we have systemic classism and the wealth keeps moving up the ladder instead of down and fewer people have more of the wealth and the masses have less and less. And it isn't just the poorest. People in the middle are getting squeezed harder and harder also. So that brings me to the point of the show. What are the people at the top of the food chain not allowed to say to the rest of us? To be sure they're allowed to express sympathy and empathy with marginalized people, women's rights, gay rights, trans rights, indigenous people's rights, and every minority's rights. The thought leaders are allowed to speak of those things. The glaring omission is that they're not allowed to speak on behalf of poor people. And they're not allowed to speak about the systemic squeezing of the labor force in general. They're not allowed to rile up the masses and help them achieve what they need to in terms of economic relief. In the past, it would be easy to just call them commies or socialists, but that isn't working as well as it used to. Whether we're talking about predatory capitalism, predatory socialism, or communism, or fascism, it's the predatory part that matters. The masters have been squeezing the workers for a long time, and it doesn't matter much which system they use to do it. Our employers currently are not allowed to beat us into submission if we're not obedient enough or professional enough or civil enough or polite enough at work. But our owners have other means at their disposal. They have legislators who favor transnational corporations over mom and pop businesses, who make it difficult to form unions, who make it difficult for those unions to have any teeth. That's what we're up against now. So what are the thought leaders never allowed to tell us from their place of influence? What they're not allowed to tell us is what Dr. Martin Luther King was not allowed to tell us. What he and Malcolm X were agreeing on before they were both murdered is that poor people should stick together. What these wealthy pundits, actors, entertainers, and even athletes are not telling us is to keep the rioting going, to keep the looting going, until we get what we need. They're trying to give us messages of comfort and hope, which sound good on the face of it. But what you'll never hear them say is to keep the pressure on until we get single-payer Medicare for all and fair wages. The meritocracy won't allow everyone to have fair wages. The meritocracy is designed to force austerity on the people who create the actual wealth. Honest, hard-working people who work 40-plus hours a week are not allowed to have a living wage. They work for Walmart and they have to apply for public assistance. They work for Amazon and Target and they have inadequate protective equipment to help them stay safe and healthy. The big corporations deem them essential. What a wonderful feeling to be essential. To be essential means that your life doesn't matter as much as the people who stay home and work and order their Uber Eats. If our government can spend trillions of dollars to bail out banks and corporations, why can't it spend money into existence? Why can't the Fed spend money into existence to help workers? even if just to get them through these difficult times. That's what you'll never hear the thought leaders say. Now don't get me wrong, what they say sounds pretty good. 
it's really difficult to find anything to criticize in what they're saying. They sound empathetic. They sound like they give a shit, but the owners don't give a shit. It's a big club and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged, and nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people, white collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all, at all, at all. This is what they're allowed to say. A lot of people who vote for Democrats, who support causes, who share all the right stuff on their instagram page and all that sort of stuff you know to be honest don't have a lot of personal black friends don't have a lot of personal skin in the game don't hire a lot of african-americans don't uh, 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 have african-american lawyers or accountants or, or dentists or you know places where the black community does have a lot of professionals stacked up they don't avail themselves of those services um they will call the cops just like that woman in central park you know in an instant and, you know, and act just like, I mean, the Ku Klux Klan wouldn't have acted any better or any worse than that white woman in Central Park calling the police on that on that black man for no reason and, and bird, saying- He's a bird watcher. He's a bird watcher. I yeah. mean, like, I, I'm really scared of a bird watcher, you know, in, in, in the park. Yeah. So, so these are the kinds of things, there's a real opportunity because if you're gonna be honest, and this is, a, this is the worst part, this is the worst thing I'll say, say tonight. If you're gonna be honest, there is a way in which white people choking off opportunity, choking off dignity, choking off the, their ability to thrive and rise and looking like they're not doing anything wrong and blaming the black people. That's kind of America's thing. That's a little bit of our thing. And when you look in the face of that guy, he looked like he wasn't doing anything wrong. He has hands in his pocket and he's literally killing somebody. And if you ask him why, he's like, because this guy's a threat. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> you have to have a very particular worldview to look at this picture and think the guy down there is a threat and that you're the, the, the innocent hero. Um, and yet that we kind of do that, don't we? Boardroom after boardroom, hiring decision after hiring decision, bank decision after bank decision, somehow always the same group gets choked out and the other group benefits and they're innocent. And so these are the kinds of things that I would encourage people to think about. Is there some way that I'm like that guy? You know, am I kind of like that cop? Would I overreact? Am I afraid? Uh, am I giving enough oxygen <laughs> to the black people in my community? And that's great. That needs to be said. And he's saying it well, and it makes a lot of sense. And, and you just want to nod your head. Of course, of course, that's right. We need to do that. Uh, do I have enough of uh, the... Uh, um, uh, 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 awareness of the pain? Do I have enough awareness of the suffering? Or am I looking away when everybody else in the world can see, man, that community is suffering in your country? Van, you mentioned earlier black professionals who are being ignored. Are you personally aware of the suffering of workers of every color who haven't enough to eat right now? And now's the time for the punchline. And this is a dangerous conclusion. The thought leaders who have come to this conclusion in the past are dead now. 
or they've been ruined by red baiting or their vaunted position was removed and then they've just became ordinary people dismissed and discredited the conclusion that should be staring all of us in the face is that we need to pay the workers their fair due we all need access to a good education k through 12 and higher education we need to save our fucking planet we all need that we need to pay all workers fair wages we need to take care of them all in their retirements we live in the wealthiest country in the history of the earth if we were taking care of all of our workers we wouldn't be in the mess we're in right now what we're really not allowed to say if we're thought leaders is that the poor people should unite and run over the system as it is currently and not make deals with the oligarchs the way FDR did, but to take them clear the fuck out. Separate them from their money. Separate them from their power. Don't let them run things ever again. Come up with a system that makes bullying of the workers impossible. Not some other kind of feudalism. Not some other kind of indentured servitude. Not some other kind of slavery. If we have to keep it competitive, okay. But don't let people starve. Don't force people into for-profit prisons because they're poor. Don't force them into any kind of prisons because they're poor. If we're willing to give these thought leaders so much power, then we need to hold them accountable. Because right now, they're tools. Deadly tools. If we're going to let them speak to us, we need to hold them accountable for their messages. They may care enough about us to tell us comforting things, but we need them to stand with us as we all demand better wages, better services, better education, and a healthier planet. If they're not willing to tell us these things, then we need to stop listening to them.